0: welcome back to the bet victor podcast i'm delighted to say we're joined for a very special preview of the Punchestown town festival by i think it's safe to say the hottest property in national hunt racing bet victor ambassador rachel blackmore joins us on the line rachel how are you
1: uh great thank you sam i uh, good to chatty again and really looking forward to uh Punch town festival next week
0: yeah it's um it's a highlight of the National Hunt calendar, um, wherever you're based. I mean, I've been lucky enough to, to go over in previous times. Obviously, last year, we we didn't get Punchestown with everything that was going on. And I know it's still behind closed doors, but we should just touch, obviously, on Punchestown itself. It, it is a really major event, isn't it, in, in the racing calendar?
1: Oh, it's massive. It's the culmination of our whole season, I suppose. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of um, excitement going into it. It's usually the most fantastic festival to attend. Um, You know, there's great crack and great fun there. And yeah, it's obviously a pity that no one will be there this year. But, um, you know, there's fantastic racing. So hopefully everyone will get uh, to tune in at home and enjoy it uh, from their couches.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Certainly will. And um, I've got to say, as a race goer, the later start times certainly do help the hangover uh, when you've had an evening out afterwards as well. Um, (laughs) Before we touch on your uh, some of your potential rides at the festival, uh, Dougie and me want to just have a a little row back to a couple of weeks ago. Um, Obviously, winning the Grand National, um, I think it's safe to say, has projected you into a different stratosphere in terms of people's awareness um you know the the viewing figures for the race in the uk were absolutely huge uh and you've seen a lot of global interest Uh, that first sort of 24 hours after you won the race are are you able to even take are you still taking it in at that point has it sunk in um it just seemed to be a real whirlwind of just amazement
1: it was it was just incredible. Um, you know, my my phone all but exploded. I got no sleep on Saturday night. Uh Sunday was a bit of a blur. Um it was just un- incredible. Uh you know, the well wishes from people. Um, you know, I live in a I live in a housing state and you know there, there's a house number forty one from from way down the other end of the estate, you know, sent me up flowers. No. Uh, you know, I don't even know the people that live in it, you know, things like that. Uh, just you know people are just so kind and uh, yeah people are just so kind and um, yeah look it's, it's just been fantastic
0: I think um, I think obviously watching on it was it was just the, the ride itself he obviously traveled brilliantly into the race and you know you couldn't have probably found a better path picking your way through an national it, it is still for all people say it's a, a, an easier race these days you still do need a, a, a quite a bit of luck as well don't you in running Rachel
1: Oh, you definitely do, you know, even at, at the point where, you know, Annie second now ran into trouble, I was just to the right of that, you know, so that horse could have fallen in my path, but it didn't, it fell left and fell in Annie second now's path. So, you know, you need all those things to bounce your way. I got a, I just got a fantastic passage around in the race. You know, I seem to have a bit of space in front of me everywhere and, uh, you know, a lot of those things are just down to to the look of the draw on the day, um, but I do have to say, Manella Times just jumped, ex- you know, just unbelievable. Um, you know, he really took he really took to those fences really well, and I just got a fantastic ride off him. You know, it was, it's a fantastic thrill to ride a horse like him over those fences.
2: Yeah, we we were all watching Rachel in the office. We've got a, like a an area where we had the screens up, and just we were watching it, and it just looked like the like the coolest of rides. I mean, it, how did it actually? I'm sure it didn't feel like that, but if from we were watching, we were like, "She's absolutely just cruising here." You know, it looked it looked as if you'd rolled in the race like a hundred times. It was it was amazing to watch.
1: I know it actually. Like even when I'm thinking back to, you know, I'm thinking back over it now, and it was just I just got a fantastic off the horse the whole way throughout the race you know yeah. if, if i had if i was there just to school around over the national fences and there was no race at all i would have got a buzz out of it you know what i mean because yeah. you know, when you're riding something like him over those over those fences um you know it's it's just it's very special and you know it's very exciting to be a jockey and to be in that position
0: rachel the the, the race itself um you've been a big part of this this season really cemented the um the Irish dominance, when you looked at at who finished where in the race and how many Irish trained horses uh, obviously got the better of their British counterparts. And I I know Henry is obviously pretty high up in the British trainers title for for the prize money he's won this season. Can we put our finger on what it is specifically at the moment where Irish horses just seem to be, Irish trained horses, I should say, just seem to be a real cut above the rest do you think this has been a, a, a work in progress from the likes of willie the likes of obviously all, all the different Ultra house the stables there you've got henry himself as well there's just so many good trainers and facilities in ireland do you think that's that's part of the difference is giving these irish trainers the edge yeah look there,
1: there's been a lot uh you know talked about this in, in recent times uh since Cheltenham, i suppose um you know, I think the prize money in Ireland for starters is mm. very good, so it's very encouraging for owners to have horses trained in Ireland. Um, you know, in my opinion, the best trainers are in Ireland as well. Um, you know, so there's look, there's different things. Um, you know, back in the day, you know, the, the better horses were were heading over to England. I suppose they're staying here now. Um, so look, there, there's a lot of factors at play there, um, but. You know, for for an Irish based jockey it's uh it's definitely um a good thing anyway.
0: Yeah, I think um I think that's certainly fair to say. And uh, we'll go through some of your rides potentially at Punchestown. Obviously we're recording this a little bit in advance of the meeting, uh, so things can change. But um we've got to kick off I think with Honeysuckle. Uh, a perfect eleven from Eleven Under Rules. Obviously just the one start on the point to point sphere and she won that as well. Um she's just a proper star, Rachel, isn't she? And I, I actually thought Her performance was one of the most outstanding at the festival uh, going back to to March. And she's just brilliant. Uh, You must be pretty excited to uh, have another spin on her.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, You know, it goes without saying I love riding her. Um, She was incredible in in Cheltenham. Uh, You know, she seems to be improving all the time. And, um, yeah, look, we're really looking forward to her again for Punchestown. She seems to have um, come out of Cheltenham really well. And, um, yeah, look, we're really looking forward to her. And, um, you know, she she didn't go to Punchestown last year. Obviously, she finished up after Cheltenham. But, yeah, she seems so well this year. So, yeah, looking forward to her now. And hopefully we can keep
2: things going. She looks like a, a horse that, even though, you know, she's already... She's won what is it, eleven from eleven. Do you think it's it's realistic to say that she can still improve here, Rachel?
1: Yeah, like I, I think her performances this year are you know, have been a, she is improving, you know, she stepped it up um, you know, from her performance in the Irish Champion hurdle in Lepistown. and then to Cheltenham, you know, I, I think she's improved from every run. Um so look, she's just fantastic to be honest, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm just very lucky to be uh, to be riding her.
0: Yeah, uh, another example potentially of why that seven pound allowance could be so deadly. I, I know plenty of people have spoken about whether it should or shouldn't exist, but for the time being, if I, uh, I think I can completely uh, understand why it's allowing top class mares t- to want to take on the geldings. It's fantastic, and um, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what uh, what the owners and Henry uh, come up with for next season. Rachel, obviously, uh, he's mentioned. Obviously, she's done a little bit of jumping over the baby fences from the point to point field. She would be very exciting if she was to go over fences, but I'm sure right now you just just want to keep riding her no matter what the obstacle is.
1: Uh, you said Sam. Um, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, we'll move on then. Uh, another horse who's been, um, I think it's fair to say, mixed time of things uh, this season was Captain Guinness. Um, he won his beginner's chase, actually, didn't he, back here in December at Punchestown. Uh, he finished third in the Arkle, which was absolutely dominated by Shishkin, who, to my mind, looks a, a a real modern day. Great. Um, has he been ticking over? Okay. After that race? Cause I tell you what, I thought he, he gave it a really good go. Didn't he?
1: Yeah, he did. Look, he ran, he ran way too keen for me. Um, you know, I couldn't get him to settle and relax at any point throughout the race. Myself and all, all mankind were just kind of up there the whole way. Um, you know, and, and Shiskin forced us on then as well, good and early. So look, it didn't, you know, if I could ride that race again, I'd love another crack at it and um, you know Shishkin obviously uh, you know looked ultra impressive but you know I think I think our lad is better than his performance there on that day and uh, yeah hopefully we can you know we can see him a lot better now in Pontchastown
0: mm, yeah fingers crossed fingers crossed a um, couple of others we must touch on while we've got you Rachel um Tell Me Something Girl I thought was uh, one of the rides of the week from yourself at Cheltenham. She showed plenty of guts as well and, and just oh, the way she cruised into it was brilliant. Now she holds uh, a variety of entries at time of recording so I'm not going to try and pin you down into which race she's going to end up in um, but uh, she's been okay since obviously it's um, it was it was quite I thought it was a very interesting mare's race to be honest and she's ended up in front ahead of uh, Magic Days who's another nice horse I'd say uh, to keep an eye on going forward um, but she she's um yeah she's obviously had quite a bit of racing actually hasn't she looking at her profile
1: yeah she has um but look she's she's progressed away uh the whole time and yeah like her performance in cheltenham was very very good um she she can be quite keen but the way the race worked out in cheltenham we were able to switch her off and get her to settle and you know, she, she came home through them then. Um, so yeah, look, she's very exciting. As you say, she's a couple of entries, um, Manella Melody's there in the same colors Mm. as well. So, you know, I'd imagine they might try and, and split those up. Um, but yeah, look, she seems, she seems to have come out of Chetland well and, uh, yeah, she'll be very interesting wherever she goes.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'd love to see her just out of interest go the three miles. But, you know, so it's to, to do that in a grade one first time out, uh, you know, first go at it, it's a big ass. But she's a horse that, you know, well is well deserving of a crack. And I'm sure Kenny's a very sporting owner if he fancies trying it and Henry likes it. I'm sure you may well end up there. So we shall keep our eyes peeled to see uh, where she ends up. Uh, we've then got to touch on, uh, I think this is probably one of mine and Dougie's favourite horses in training now, Bob Ollinger, His win in the Ballymore, oh, I still, I watch it back. It's just imperious. Uh, you must be pretty keen to get back on him.
1: Yeah, look, he was fantastic. Um, you know, he's a horse that a lot of people think, a, thought an awful lot about. And, you know, he really confirmed people's beliefs uh, doing what he did in Cheltenham. So, yeah, look, he's... he's a very, very exciting horse for the future, to be honest. Um, you know, he seems to just have a massive engine, um, relaxes in his races. You know, he ticks all the boxes. Um, so he's going to have a big future. And uh, he's in He's in the two races in, in mm. Punchestown. So, yeah, look, we're very, yeah, he seems well. Like, to be honest, all the horses ha- seem to have come out of Cheltenham really well. Yeah, w- we're looking forward to him. We're looking forward to him next week as well.
2: Yeah, you you might have just answered that the other Rachel, but I was gonna ask, you know, is he still fresh? You know, after Chen I mean, on and when you look at that race on paper with you know, Brave Man's Game was in there, um and you know, it was a really hot race and it was a it was a really breathtaking performance. is it is it taking anything out of him or is he is he, is he still nice and fresh?
1: You know, he seems very well. All the horses do. Um, Henry obviously does a a masterful job at at freshening them back up and and getting them back out again. Um but you know, at the same time I suppose uh you don't know until they run and whatever. Um but sure. there's absolutely no, no complaints from home anyway. Um you know, uh, Davy Roach rides him out and he seems really well. And, yeah, you know, Henry's horses are just in, you know, the yard is in in great form at the moment. And, uh, you know, they all kind of feed off each other, I suppose.
0: It's um. It's obviously nice to hear you mention the yard, Rachel, and I know you're quite keen. A lot of the time when we speak to you on this podcast, you will always give a name check to the people in Henry's because, uh, and Henry's very good at this as well, I must say, in ensuring that the staff get as much of the praise as uh, as they can because they they do really have to work, don't they? They that is a that is a tough job that they do day in day out.
1: It is, but it's the you know for me it's the they love what they're doing mm. as well. I suppose, you know, they're getting to work with horses, but it's the attention to detail and those extra kind of things that they do that make all the difference. Um, you know, I suppose it's, it's the same in any job, you know, you can, you can, everyone can, anyone can actually, you know, do the job, but to do the job to the standard that they do it, um, you know they if they have to wait back, uh, you know, they're finished at five, but you know, <laughs> if anyone has to wait back to check on something or do something, you know, just th- those things, everyone puts in a massive effort in the yard, and you know, I think it's really it really shows then you know they get rewarded in, in the results.
0: Yeah, that, that's um, that's a very, very good point. Um, well, a horse that I think you you, you would have learned a lot more about having sat on him was probably Quilixios, who won the triumph. Um, Fingers crossed, we'll get to see him uh, next week at Punchestown, and I guess he's another one that, that by the sounds of things, probably has come out of the race well, and we'd we'll be looking forward to seeing try and confirm that that good form.
1: Yeah, a fabulous horse. Um, you know, he's very straightforward and laid back. Um, he's obviously gotten a bit more time now to settle into his new surroundings. Um, but it was a hell of a performance in Cheltenham. Um, mm. you know, so. Yeah, he's just another very exciting horse that 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 is in the yard, and um, yeah, you know everyone down there is just uh, very thrilled that he's there. I suppose.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, he's um, he certainly looks special, and I'm sure we'll uh, we'll continue to produce some some very good runs. Finally, Rachel, obviously, I think we'd be remiss not to mention it. I appreciate. There's still a gap there with a couple of meetings to go ahead of uh, Punchestown and, and Paul's return, which we're still not sure on. But the, the attempt to go for the title—I mean, you know—to to be within, I think, ten of Paul as we record this is some achievement in itself. But it, it must be exciting to, to be to be that close to, 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 to the championship.
1: I have to correct you, Sam. I'm eight behind him. I'm keeping oh. count of eight. Uh, eight of me feels like about eighty in um, <laughs> voice. Unfortunately, I think we've, uh, you know, we've, we've run out of time um, with Punditown next week. But look, we'll try and write as many winners as we can until then. And um, yeah, look, I, I'm extremely lucky to even be in that position to, ha- to have, you know, to have that m- many winners under my belt this year. And um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully now next week we can get a few more w- when you list off a few of those names. You know, a few of the ones I have to ride, um, you know, I'm in a very envious position. So hopefully I can, um, you know, deliver on some of them.
0: Oh, look, listen, uh, no matter what happens, it's been an amazing season. And all of us at Bet Victor want to wish you the very best of luck going into Punchestown and look forward to uh, working together. And hey, who knows, Rachel, bigger and even better things next season, potentially.
1: Thanks a guys. We'll chat to you again. Bye.